0: Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres, and if you'd like to apply to be a guest on the show, just head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, so today I have Carl Hughes on the line, and he's a founder and CEO of Draft.dev. Carl, welcome to the show. Good to be here, Adam. All right, Carl. So uh, excited to get into today's topic. So we'll be talking about what you do in technical marketing content for software startups. So um, a highly interesting topic. And I know it's not always easy to get this type of content created and actually get results. So I'm really excited to hear a little bit of your your secret sauce and how you do what you do. Um, But before we do that, we'll get this interview started the way that we start them all with our Mission Matters Minute. So, Carl, we at Mission Matters, we amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. That's our mission. Carl, what mission matters to you? Absolutely. So,
1: Draft.dev exists to serve our clients with outstanding technical marketing services, our team with a fantastic work environment, and the world by increasing diversity and equity in technology. Uh, so sort of the way I look at our mission is kind of the, these three uh, inter, interlapping circles. Uh, at the core, we have to serve clients to generate revenue and profit, but doing that allows us to serve our team by giving them a super flexible and, and really great work environment that's all remote. We hire people all over the world in all sorts of time zones, very lifestyle friendly. And then having a great team that's super committed to serving our clients and doing high-quality work allows us to then serve the world. We do that in a few ways. We've got a a team of over 200 contract writers that are all software engineers around the world that that write for us. We help elevate them in their careers uh, by paying them, but also by getting their name out there and helping them get better job prospects. And so it's a really multifaceted
0: mission, but it is also uh, really um, compelling for me personally as well as the rest of the team. It's awesome. Lo- love bringing um, mission-based individuals and entrepreneurs on the line to share why they do what they do and uh, really how they're out there making a the difference. So great to have you on. And I guess just to get us kicked off, um, how did you get started as an entrepreneur? Like where would all this start for you?
1: Oh man, uh, how far back should I go? Oh, <laughs> no, I, I, I
0: want I want when you sold baseball <laughs> cards in first grade. Yeah, right, cards. right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I I remember this is it's why you say that because I remember being uh, I think in fifth or sixth grade, uh, my dad, for some reason, got a copier. I don't know. It must have been for work. And like having a copier uh, as a kid, I was like, what could I do with this? You know, and I started I started learning how to like make a newsletter for the neighborhood and copy it. And i uh, going to try to sell it. I, that never went anywhere. But uh I do think that's always been a, a bit of me. My dad was an entrepreneur. He, he ran an antique store for many years um and probably came across the antique copier there. Uh anyway, um, so, so, yeah, at, at college, though, I worked some internships with big companies, studied mechanical engineering, thought that was what I was going to do. Really quickly realized that working at, like, GE and Siemens, those kind of places, is not for me. I'm, I'm not somebody who likes to just work the 9 to 5 and check out on the weekend, you know, work for the weekend. So I was like, I got to get in with, like, startups, small companies. Uh, at the time, you know, Facebook had kind of just gone public, uh, you know, recently. And so I was sort of in this generation of people seeing that and saying, oh, the internet is this whole new world of, of tech startups. And, and you could build these social, you know, media places that, that all of a sudden are hugely valuable enterprises. And so, um, I was really inspired by that and compelled by that. So went into, I kind of learned self-taught software engineering and got in with, with web startups and then, Spent 10 years uh, as either the first or second employee at uh, several small startups based in in Chicago. So that's kind of what got me on the track of entrepreneurship. Now, Draft.dev is technically the first business I've started myself, but I've been there so early on that I've kind of seen it before. And that was really, really helpful and informative in, in getting this started.
0: So what took you, like, from that point, and I asked you this question because there's, you know, lots of people that want to start a business or that want to be entrepreneurs mm-hmm. or to make that leap. Like, what was that thing or that moment or what's that thing that got you to say, all right, you know, dev is it. Like, we got, I got to do this thing.
1: Man, I, I think I heard you say this on the previous episode, but it was honestly accidental entrepreneurship. To the max, like, oh, that's my, me, it, it, totally. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I literally remember hearing you say it, and I was like, that's a perfect way to put it. Uh, so yeah, I, I was the last startup I was with was winding down because of COVID. It, this was not ready to, to face the all remote and like the, the, the funding environment, it was bad time in our cycle. So, anyway, all that to say, I was like, my, they had to move the whole engineering team, myself included. Down to half time. And so I was like, well, I've got some time. Uh, my, you know, I'm figuring out what I want to do. I figured I'd just start writing. I'd always written on the side, like as a, for fun thing and a way to share my knowledge. So I'd like write about software engineering topics all the time. Uh, anyway, companies would reach out to me and be like, Hey, would you like to, uh, you know, write for our company blog? We'll pay you a few hundred bucks. And so I was like, yeah, sure. I could do that more and maybe do a few articles a month, make some extra money and get my name out there. And then I'll find another job in a few months. Uh, well, a few months later, like I had so much inbound interest from companies that were trying to get me to write for their blogs. I was like, well, maybe I could just make this a business. And so I started wow. to to find like some other writers. It usually started with, I think I, like most people, I started with my friends and people I had worked for, or worked with in the past. And then I slowly, you know, grew it from there. So I went full time on it in August of 2020. So this is you know, just a few months after the pandemic started. And now we're up to, you know. 16 full-time people, 90 clients. It's, it's just been,
0: in two years, it's been a, a really wild ride. So let, let's, I want to pause for a moment. I want you to tell us, you know, exactly what you do at Dev, But yeah. I'm so interested to hear how, how you get 200, you know, people writing for you and all this. Like, that's a, that's a Herculean, like, task. That's huge. But, yeah. You know, first off, just let's stop with, and start, pause for a moment and tell us exactly what you do at Draft.deb. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, because, like, I explained this to my family. and I don't think they still understand exactly what we do. It's <laughs> it's okay, my, mom it's a... <laughs> my mom doesn't know. My mom doesn't and the,
0: know what I do either.
1: It's exactly. It's not even that they're not texting. It's it's that we do this stuff that is deep behind the scenes, and yeah. that's perfectly okay. And I think this is where a lot of entrepreneurs, they kind of, uh, I, think, I think people miss business ideas because they're not out in the world doing things. And, and sometimes, like, they, they, the accidental, uh, that, that, I don't know, happenstance is really good. Anyway, so uh, what's happened in the last few years is a lot of companies have started building tools for software developers to use to be more productive or to get their web applications pushed out to the internet faster or, or at higher scale or whatever. So these are like web hosting companies, software testing companies. Um, th- this whole category, it's called developer tools, has just exploded in the last few years. And so what's happened along with that is these developer tool companies are getting lots of VC funding, venture capital funding, to go out to market and attract users. And unfortunately, software engineers are a hard user base to get because we tend to not like, getting cold emails. We tend to not like hopping on phone calls. We tend to not like ads. We use ad blockers at a huge rate. And so what companies have realized is there's basically two good channels to reach software developers. There's in-person events and conferences that they can go sponsor, and there's written content and long-form, valuable uh, community content, things like that. So that's what we do, the community-based content. So basically, a web hosting company might come to us and say, draft.dev, we'd love for you to write articles about how Python developers can use our tools, how PHP developers can use our tools, how Ruby developers can use our tools. And then we'll, we'll get those spread around the Internet and make sure that people find them on search engines or social media or whatever. So that's our, our bread and butter. So these 200 writers that we're referring to, they're all full-time software engineers with a day job somewhere who do this on the side nights and weekends. A lot of them are freelancers, consultants, have a, wow. a job at a big, boring company, and they just want to get their names out there as well as get paid some extra money on the side.
0: And that makes so much sense because it has to be that type of individual that's doing it to be that like upskilled, right? To have that skill set. It's not like you could, you went to, nobody goes to school to learn how to write content for software engineers. Like you don't right. have to be yeah. you have to be one, and you have to also <laughs> like to write. So you have two different. You have exactly. one. Okay, that could happen, but then maybe you don't like to write. So you have this pool of people that um. Wow, that's a, it's such an interesting okay. story, and it makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, so like if you think about it, the the old way of doing it is you go find a freelance writer and you tell them, hey, yeah. we're trying to write an article about you know. Kubernetes and uh, Python, and they're like, well, I don't even know where to start there. You exactly. Know? So, <laughs> I was going to
0: say we do a lot of marketing over here, but if a yep. client came to me and asked me that, at least now I know who to send them to because I, <laughs> that's I can't right. handle it. I mean, we handle yep. other business writing, but we're not doing that one. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And that's, that's honestly like the trick, quote
1: unquote, to growing so fast has been, yeah. we're so niche down and we do something that no other, well, I don't want to say no other, very few other marketing service agencies want to do.
0: And so they well, at scale too. At scale yeah. too, just handling if you had one article per month, I mean that's significant. And these aren't like yeah. these aren't. I'm guessing. Well, they can't be if you're if you're trying to attract. You're doing longer form SEO optimized, and it's got to be yeah. like very content rich, possibly like multimedia. There might be yep. videos. There might be all kinds. So there's a lot of moving pieces, in the and 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 some of this content maybe all of it doesn't look like that, but in some of the content, like it's highly technical content, and it's because ultimately when that product market fit whoever that person that you're looking to attract um you know sees that content it's got to be spot on like the value yeah. add the proposition like you got to be spot on because you got one shot at that am i off yep no that's right your code samples have to work your demo app has to actually compile you know
1: and stuff like that that uh, Typical marketing agencies don't have to worry about that tech side of things. Um, mm-hmm. whereas again, that's our, that's all we do. So we're, we're very concerned and we can, we can, we staff engineers on hand full time to do quality assurance and check things. And so just a, it's a different cost structure, a different model, but it works really well for the niche we serve.
0: What kind of, uh, so what kind of clients do you typically work with? Like who, who normally so gets the most value out of working with you and your team?
1: Yeah. It's typically companies that are, um, I mean, it, developer tools companies broadly, and then we've got two or three kind of key, key size companies. We may get some smaller startups that are raised to series A. They're trying to scale up some of their marketing efforts. And then on the other hand, we've got several uh, big, you know, fortune 500, big public technology companies that um, they're not necessarily name brands and you'd hear them around your house, but they're companies that are uh, very well known in the space. So it, it ranges quite a bit because you know, this kind of content again is it's sort of hard to to produce from a t- typical agency. So they they like to find a specialized agency who can focus on it. Um, but it's a lot of them, developer relations or developer marketing teams are who we work with in a company. Mm.
0: And how do you normally like? How do people find out about you? Like, how does there's there a lot of word of mouth? There's a lot of Yeah, absolutely. Of people- so. Yeah, like niching down makes word of mouth so
1: much easier. It's exactly what, when you, you just said like, oh, my marketing agency wouldn't do that. We would love to send it to you. That's, that's it, Adam. <laughs> it's like, it's that over and over. So her clients refer us to a lot of other clients who have, say, they shared mutual investors or they have, um, the people, you know, jump between one company to another. That's a big way. We also, you know, since the beginning invested in search and social media to just keep our presence out there. Um, again, what we do is so specific. We don't have to target to get hundreds of thousands of page views every month. Mm-hmm. We only need a few key terms that we want to, you know, be in the rankings for. And um, so I was just talking to my sales guy before this. He was like, I think we had three or four deals come in this week off of SEO alone. And, um so it's just it's just having our our content out there talking about what we do. We share a lot of the internal learnings and processes we have. Be very open about um, the way it is working with us, and all that serves to lift us up in the community, make us kind of this recognizable brand, um, and and that word of mouth and the mix with search engines and being around on social media just all kind of like compiles together.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. It's a great story, a great one to hear and great one to bring to my audience. Um, well, Carl, I just have to say it has been um, great to get to know you more and to learn more about Draft.dev and you know the growth and uh, wishing you much more continued success. If, if somebody's uh, listening to this and they want to follow up to learn more, what's the best way for them to connect with your team?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So if you're, you know, either a, a software engineer who wants to write on the side or a possible client, draft.dev, you can go there and check out more. Um, if, you know, business owner, you personally want to connect, I'm always happy to, to chat about it. Carl, uh, K-A-R-L at draft.dev is my email. And I'm on Twitter at Carl L. Hughes, which, you know, I'm sure we'll put the link in there too. Um, but yeah, I always love talking to other entrepreneurs or other companies in the world of uh, developer relations and marketing and, and
0: sharing what I can. Oh, that's awesome. Well, uh, what a great story. So um, to the audience, as always, we're going to put all of that information in the show notes so that you can go check out uh, Carl and uh, his team over at draft.dev. And if this is your first time with Mission Matters or engaging in an episode, um, just to let you know, we're a platform that's all about bringing on entrepreneurs, executives, and experts and hearing their story, their background, their mission, like how they got started and what we can all learn and take away from that so we can all grow together. Uh, If that's the type of content that sounds interesting or engaging to you, hit that subscribe button because we have many more mission-based individuals just like Carl coming up on the line, and we don't want you to miss a thing. And, Carl, uh, as as I said, I'll be sending you those clients for sure because we we don't handle it, and we can't. So uh, (laughs) so wishing you much (laughs) more success as well. So thank you.
1: Thanks, Adam.